Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. I believe you are all doing well. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord bless you, the Lord bless you, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong by the special grace of God. 
myself and my family, we are all doing well. God bless you for your prayers. God bless you for your love towards us. May the Lord bless and increase all of you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I, I don't think anybody hates me over here, but even if you hate me, God bless you. God bless you and keep on. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. And even Jesus died, he had hate, so it's normal to be hated. Okay, somebody said, I do. Somebody said, I do hate you. God bless you. I like that. I like that. This is not the Judas kind of hatred. <laughs> I like the one that you know, comes out boldly to say, Me, I hate you. <laughs> They are the people that I give much attention to. God bless you. The Lord bless everybody and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, all right. Gradually,、um, the Lord is taking us somewhere. And by the special grace of God, today actually happens to be the last day of the month of February. And it has been by God's grace and mercy. Hallelujah. You know, when we started the year, The enemy threw all his powerful arsenals against us. Hey! The way accidents were happening, the way people were dying, even just this last week, a lot of attacks have been launched against people. And deaths just, just like that. Just last week, people were dying just like that. But there's a certain covering that has kept us. And the God of lunch, prayer, fire has kept his protective hand strong upon us. Indeed, this is the doing of the Lord. And we really need to give him all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah. We honor the mighty God for what he's done for us. And we pray that his protective hand will continually be upon us and shield us from all forms of darkness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So, by the special grace of God, this night at exactly 11 30 p.m., 11 30 p.m., we are going to meet for our crossover prophetic prayers. So, don't miss that one. Much must obey the voice of God. We are going to speak and declare God's voice into the month of March. And definitely, the gracious Lord. Will fulfill his will in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I've said this here and I'm saying it again that the way God relates with days, the way God relates with months, the way God relates with years, even the way God relates with planets is very different from the way we see it as mortal men. Yes. So we need to have the understanding of God. So that we can see what God wants to do. Understand that according to the scriptures, the earth on which we live is a person and it is a feminine personality. So, in the sight of God, the earth is a female. And God knows and also has this in his infinite wisdom that it takes the feminine. 
agenda to keep a secret and also to keep a treasure for long. That is why God did not put the child in the womb of a man, but he did that in the womb of a woman. There is a certain ability of women to hide something because they themselves they were taken out of a hidden womb. That is why women flourish more when they are hidden. They flourish when they are hidden. Anytime a woman tries to you know, show forth the glory that she has has actually been lost. Because God made women like gold. They are not like stones that are found everywhere that people can just pick and throw. God made the feminine like gold and hid it in rocks that men will risk their lives to go for it. No wonder the Bible said he that finds a wife. So definitely you must go and do a search. You must be a seeker and seek after what God has hidden. So women are treasures. If you're a young man here and you don't respect women, shame on you. Shame on you. Women are treasures. I know there are wicked women, but generally, this is the knowledge you need to understand about women. Because some women are wicked, I know. Some of them, when they plan to kill you, you have to disappear to heaven. I'm telling you, <laughs> when a man gets angry to the highest degree, even that which will manifest is much more of, he will just show forth a certain dimension of anger, maybe um, in beating or something. But when a woman gets angry, it is wickedness. She can kill you softly. Yes, women are treasures. So young men respect women. Respect women. And this year, I told you as the Lord showed me. told you that women this year is actually much more feminine than masculine. So there is so much blessing in the year for women. That is how the, the year looks like. There is so much blessing in the year for the feminine gender. So the masculine gender, that does not mean the woman should go out about and lift her shoulders. It means you are not trying to receive what God has planned for you. So any woman that tries to overshadow a man is out of the reader in, in the sight of God. So learn, learn. Don't you know that the lifting of a woman, especially a wife, is through the submission to her husband. If you're a woman and you want to flourish, submit to your husband. This is what, that is how God made things. Don't try to fight with him over positions. You will never win that battle. It is against God's will. You can never win it. 
The universe will even fight you if God keeps quiet. So learn. I'm teaching you something. You know, that many people they come to pray and they'll go home and fight their husbands. Huh? When your husband does something wrong, you can tell every friend of yours about it. So one man of God said he was having a counseling session where a woman who is a wife to a certain man came with her friend to his office. And the, the wife began to complain of what the husband has been doing. And whilst the wife was talking to the man of God, the wife said, Man of God, even as for me, I, I don't even know how to explain. My, my friend knows best and she can explain it better. Your marital issue, it is your friend that can explain it better to a man of God. The man of God got angry and sat the friend. Get out of this office. Get out. You see, that is how some women have become. You are, that is why, listen to me, the person that can't see the mouth, if you want to marry, listen to me to help you. Do they want to help you with principles that will make you flourish in every area of your life? Eh? Life is difficult naturally. Life is very difficult naturally. But with God, it looks easy. With God, it looks easy. You have already failed. I'm telling you the truth. And many Christians, that's what we do. We try to do everything with our strength and our own mindset and our intelligence. When we realize that we are failing, we are now coming to God. Then you will never find God in that place. Because the Bible says, seek God when he may be found. There are moments where you will be seeking God for something. You will never get it. It does not mean God is not a prayer answering God. You will not get it because at that moment, your heart and your soul level, if you receive that which you are asking for, you will be in a haste to get it. And if you get it, because of that hastiness in your heart, you will waste it. So we need to learn. Now many of you looking for husbands, you are praying for husbands, eh? You are putting pressure on God. Yes. And there, there is a reason why you have not yet received your husband. Because when you look in your heart and in your mind, you are not really matured for a husband. Some of you, when we go deep into the reason why you need a husband, it is because of your age. You think you are growing. That is the reason why you just want to marry. You are not matured for it. Maturity is not about age. I'm telling you the truth. So learn. Learn some things. We pray, but we also need to learn and understand things in the kingdom of God. You see, listen to me. If you want to man as a young lady, listen to me. If you can't submit to a man, I beg you. Go and sell killing women. Oh, it's true. Go and sell Solani. You know Solani. Oh, you are too young. You don't understand. You are Indomie babies. You don't know what Solani is. <laughs> I know you don't know. 
go, go and ask the Zongo people, they will tell you. It's true. Because there are many of you young ladies, when we look at you right now, the state of your mind and your heart, bam, that you want to marry. If God allows that marriage, it will be against your own destiny. So he will withdraw his hand and you will be blaming God. God, why? I've been praying, you are not giving me any husband. Me, I will choose just anybody. If you choose, you are destroying your own destiny, not God. I'm telling you. Build up yourself. Some of you are too arrogant. Too arrogant. You don't want to change. Many of you think, as for you, that there is nothing wrong with you, but it is the man that must be changed. If you have that mindset in the first place, there is something wrong with you. Listen to me. There is something wrong with you. Go and ask those that are married for 10 years, even one year in marriage. Do you know what goes in over there? One year, three months in marriage. Do you know? It is very different from staying with your boyfriend in one room. Very different. You can stay with a boyfriend or a girlfriend for 10 years in one room and do everything. Go and try to marry. You see that things, things will change. I'm telling you. That is why there are people, they have, oh, you don't get it. People have given birth to children for their boyfriends. They are living with them. They are doing everything like married couples, but they are not. Let them decide to go and marry right now. The day they marry, things will start changing. That is when they will know that marriage is not as we think it is. I'm telling you, it is not the wedding people, people, thing you are seeing. Marriage is not wedding. Wedding is for a few hours, but marriage for eternity that which can connect your soul to some God even said that when you marry you will become one do you, do you understand that one that when God is looking at both of you from heaven he does not see man and woman he sees only one entity and what is that entity called that which can make two people one you think it is a joke it is just by doing five Three hours wedding, two hours wedding. That one is not true. It is not true. That is why, even when you are putting sugar hmm, in porridge and you want the sugar to be mixed with the porridge in such a way that you'll be, you'll be seeing only the porridge but not the sugar, but you can only taste of the sugar. You need to start, you know, you have to put in something like a spoon. And begin to mix everything. That mixing is what allows the sugar to be one with the porridge. And we don't do that for for two seconds and we are done. No. That's why there are times if you add it and you still, you know, you stir it for a while and taste it, you realize that no, the sugar is small. Let me add a little. For you to become, listen to me, people of God. Eh? I mean, let me open your eyes on one thing. Can I?
have the best revelation you can ever get in God's kingdom is that God does not just want you to have things. He does not just want you to have it. I don't know if you are getting it. Anything in God's kingdom, God does not want you just to have it, but He wants you to become it. So that even when you take the Bible and you are reading, every verse will become, you will become the verse. It is actually in the original mindset of God for a man to become who he is. And that one is a process. So at every point in time, the more you are getting close to God, the more you are becoming like God. That is why even in the ministry, in the prophetic, you have to first receive the gift of prophecy and later you will tend to become the gift yourself. So you, you, you start from somewhere by having it, then later you get to a point by becoming it. That is why I always tell you this, that God, he can give you anything you are praying for. You want a car, even if you are two years old? God, can, if God is capable of giving you that. The anything you, are, you, anything you pray for, God can give it. In fact, there are some of them you will not even pray for, then he can give it. But when he looks at your heart and the condition of your mind, some things will not help you. There are many of you here, the main reason why you are still not married is not that God is not listening to your prayers. Deep inside your heart and in your mind, you are a child. You need to grow. Forget about your age. You can be 55 years and still be childish. I'm telling you, you can be 55 and still be childish. You need to learn. You need to learn. You can't marry as a young lady with a cousin. You can't marry and still keep all your friends that you have been keeping. You can't marry and still keep all of them. It will, it will never happen. Listen to me. Even young men too. The moment you marry, you, start, you see that things are changing. Some friends will automatically get away from you. There are others you have to push them away. You want to marry and still keep all your friends. There are some friends when they come, they want to meet you somewhere and talk to you. You can't do that in your husband's house. You can't be doing that. Someone say, hey, man of God, I trying to see. Fine, then God, don't marry. Go and date your alone. I'm telling you, don't marry. <coughs> Amen. Don't marry. Stay single. Ah, if you are single, you can buy a lot of singlets and wear. That one is your own matter. You can do anything you want to do. But don't forget that God will bring everything to judgment. Just don't forget that one. I'm telling you, many young ladies want to marry and still be themselves. Uh, as they used to be single, they want to be like that in their marriage. You have failed. You will fight. Uh, you think there is a demon. But now you are. You don't want to change. 
If you want to marry her, <laughs> you need to be very adaptive. I don't know if I'm, I'm making sense. You have to come to a point where sometimes the things you love and what you want to do, because of your husband, you will never do it. Because of your wife, you will never do it. Tell me, that times you are tired. Your wife will say, please, can you come and massage my back for me? No matter how tired you are, you have to get up. Do that for her. And let peace reign. Some of you say, oh, I'm tired, can't you see? I'm tired, can't you see? Ah. Anytime there's an argument, the enemy is looking for a place to stand. That I'm tired alone, if you don't massage her back, it can bring an issue. <laughs> you don't know. Uh-huh. Boys, boys need them. Mm-hmm. You have to move from the realm of being a boy to a man. That is why to be a man, when you ask them, they say, Nawao. Do you understand Nawao? <laughs> These are men and people that the Lord Jesus wants. Men that will take responsibility. When a young boy decides to take responsibility of whatever happens in life and wants to do good and to help others, the young man has now started moving from the realm of boys into the realm of men. And the first thing that will prove that you want to move away from childish to a place of maturity is when you begin to blame yourself. And not anybody. Now, blaming yourself does not mean that feel guilty and say, I'm not worthy. That's not what we are talking about. The moment you put the blame on yourself, something will pop out of you. And that thing is called responsibility. Okay, yes, I'm responsible for this one. The moment you become responsible, then you start finding solutions to that which you are responsible for. That, that is when we say you are growing, you are mature. When you're a young boy, anything that happens is not my fault. It is this thing that they, you are trying to push the blame to others. You have already failed. We don't mature like that. We don't mature like that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling Because if you want to be a man, that is, that's where it starts from. Taking responsibilities. You do something wrong, accept it. I am the one that did it. I know it is wrong. I have done it. Lord, have mercy on me. But give me strength. If there is any consequence that will come, help me to go through it. Don't let the consequence of what I have done take me out of your presence. Lord, give me strength. When God hears this kind of prayer, there is something He will do. Something He can even take away the consequence, it will never come to you. It is possible. Learn. Learn. There are people they know. God has already forgiven them. And has given them. You see, Paul made a statement and I love it. He said, I, Paul, I had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. My eyes were open. In fact, a lot of revelations and mysteries about God were given to me. And 
Because of these revelations, I nearly lifted up my shoulders that I was the boss in the things of God. I nearly entered into the state of pride. I nearly, but a tongue was given to me in my flesh. And when that tongue was given to him in his flesh, he went to God that God should remove that tongue. And God said, No, my grace is sufficient for you, so go. So the thorn was not taken away, but grace was given to him. And that grace would enable Paul to do whatever he's supposed to do, even though there is still a thorn in his flesh. And whenever he wants to lift up his shoulders, the thorn will now push a certain pain in him. And he will know, I'm still a man. I am still a man. There is a dimension where God can lift a man to. If he's not careful, voices will come to him and it will let him think that he owns everything. And that is the downfall of men. Listen to me, child of God. This afternoon I came to let you know something. And I want to speak the truth. Nothing but the truth. Some of you, you will get offended. You might get offended. But it is my prayer that you will not get offended by this. Let God help you. And let God help all of us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Let me say this way. Listen to me. Anytime God promises to give something to a man, one of the best ways for the man to receive that promise is through prayer. Anytime the promise of God comes upon a man, I, the Lord, am going to do this for you. The man can receive that promise through prayer. There are many things the man can do to receive the, the promise. But even when he prays, God can give unto him that which he has promised. But anytime God tells you something and says that my son, if you will do this and do this and do this, I the Lord, I will give you this. It is not a promise. Are you with me? That one is not a promise. If you fail to do what he told you, you will never receive it. You can pray for it, it will not come. And that is the reason many of us, we are struggling. Because we are just praying for everything. God will not do for you by prayer what you need to get by sacrifice. Listen to me. This one, in the next six years, some of you will become serious billionaires and millionaires. Not a funny maker. I'm telling you. This one, there is no heaven and hell about it. Huh? We near heaven and hell are same. We near favoritism are same. There is a principle that must be followed. 
if you don't follow the principle, don't go to God and say, God, why? I've been praying, I've been praying, I'm still not saying. That your tears will not do anything to God. I'm telling you. Many of you think you can just go to God and cry on anything and you will listen. It is not true. It is not true. That is why the day you were supposed to study for your exam, you went for a birthday party. Some people can even go and, and preach. They will go and preach. Instead of them sitting down to study, they will go and preach throughout the whole night. Meanwhile, the next morning they have a, a, an exam to write. And they just want to use five minutes prayer to pass the whole exam. You think God has failed you, but you have failed yourself. Listen, God does not support laziness. And God is with men that are excellent in their ways. Eh? God loves a principled man. Because he himself is a principled God. Men that follow principles. To get what God has called them to get. You follow me? Now let me say this. Everybody here wants money. To be a pista. Everybody. You need money. In fact, you need money to fulfill what God has called you to fulfill. You need money. Everybody needs money. But the question is, how do I get the money? How? Is, is there anything that God has said about money in the Bible? So God, did you say anything about money? No, like God, me right now, I am a Christian. I am your son. Huh? Have you said anything about finance? In your word of God, in your word to me, let me go and search for it. Has God said anything about finance in the word for you? Have you ever asked yourself that question? No. We are trying to find ways and means to get money in our own way. And when we go and hit a point that we, are, we know that we can't move anymore, we are now coming back to God. You see the mistake we have been making? You see the mistake? There is a demon fighting the church. Listen to me carefully. There is a demon fighting the church. And this demon, his assignment is that he should stop believers from walking in wealth and prosperity. The assignment of that demon is to stop the believers from walking in wealth and prosperity. Now, this demon is having thousands and millions of demons under him. So they are all working throughout the whole world, making sure that Christians do suffer 
financially. And he has a plan. When, when they release that financial trouble on Christians for a long time, their minds will start changing. Because I know Christians that have now become occultic people because of money. It happens. It happens. Christians can get to a point where lack of money, they can go and sleep with them. Oh, just once, just once, just once. They know that God does not like that. But because of money that they don't have, they will go and sleep with somebody's husband and get their money. And when they get the money, they will take tithe and bring it to God. What an insult. What an insult. How did we get here? We got here because, not, it's not because of that demon. It's because what God has told us to do in order to get abundance of wealth, we have said we won't do it. See, the, that's the issue. What God said we should do to get abundance of wealth, we have decided not to do it. Oh, merciful Lord. Are you with me? May the Lord help us. So listen to me, child of God. How can we walk in financial abundance as Christians? In our kingdom, there is only one way. In our kingdom, there is only one way. And that will seem very difficult for believers to follow. Very difficult. Very, very difficult. And you see, these demons are making it difficult for believers to follow the way of financial abundance. Listen, when it comes to saving money so that you can get money, that is fine. That is a natural principle. Saving money to get enough money. That's a, it's a natural principle. I believe you're all with me. Good. Trying to invest money at a place where you think you can make profit is also good. It is a natural principle. But there is a way that God has designated for us to get. There's a way that God has designated for believers in his kingdom to work in financial abundance. And that way is the way of giving. 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 Write it down. Don't forget. Giving. Give. 
It's a very difficult thing for Christians. I'm telling you the truth. Even in church, they find it difficult to give. How much more outside the church? I'm telling you, back until you are able to break free from this demon that is stopping you from giving. I don't know what to say again. It will be very difficult for you to get to the abundance in finance. I'm telling you. That is, that is one secret in God's kingdom. That is why in our work with God, when we're talking about the gates of Zion, every gate has what it does to the soul of a believer. Because we are moving through, as we are walking here on this earth, we are moving through ten gates in Christ. We are known as the gates of Zion. Each gate has what it will do to our lives. There is a gate called the Dung Gate. D-U-N-G. Dung Gate. I'm coming. Dung Gate. D-U-N-G. And we all know cow dung. Cow dung. Speaking of the feces of cow. Oh, may the Lord show us mercy. It is at the dung gate that every precious thing the person or the believer has, he is supposed to count it as dung. You get in the picture? That which you are boasting with, let it be like dung in your sight. And I'm telling you, if you don't cross that gate, abundance cannot come to your hands. Listen to me carefully. If you can't cross that gate, I'm telling you, there are some of you, you value your money more than anything. And I told you my story of how the, the first time I got 2,000 Ghana CDs in my account, when I'm walking and it drops in my mind that I have 2,000 Ghana CDs, the style of my work will change. You know, yeah. I'll start working like a president that just landed from a private jet. And I see everybody to be small. See that foolish mindset? When I see somebody, I just look at you, how much do you have in your account? I'll just look at them and scan them. They are not rich. They are not rich. 2,000 Ghana cities. God realized that no, there is something me bami de me want to seek out. Fear them. Oh, here you're foolish. I'm telling you, here is a foolish thing. I'm telling you, it's a foolish thing. You don't need, you don't need that one. Me tell you, I'm first way breaking yourself from poverty totally. And I was so excited in myself because I have to like when I'm looking into my account and I see two comma zero 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 that comma there no crime two comma Jesus I will just smile my work will change two thousand what is what is that that you want to <laughs> then one day I was preparing to go and meet my father in the Lord 
immediately the Lord spoke to me. When you go, give all the 2,000 Ghana cities to your father. Semokuva Akunwa Swatitis. I said, this cannot be God. I'm telling you. God said, go and give. I'm telling you, there was a battle inside me. Me that I've been hearing from God and I know God's voice this time around. Because it was about the money that I was so... I didn't want to accept it that it was God's voice. No, I knew it. Then that day when I went to church, my daddy does not call for seed. But that day, he said, there are some people here, God told me to bring a certain seed. Come. And he mentioned the exact amount. He said, ah, I So I just did, I gave everything. In fact, I was not happy myself. But I had given a cup. God looked at me and said, No, you are stopping your soul from opening itself up to receive more of me. Go and give all. And that day, the same, the same very, very day, I had prayed for a woman who was believing God for the fruit of the womb in the U.S. And she went for my God. The woman called and she had taken seed. He said, man of God, the Lord bless you. When the woman sent a seed, it was 2532. Ghana series. 2,532 Ghana. That same day. That same day too that another person sent 1,000 Ghana series. Then I said, what? What am I seeing? Immediately, I took a tithe of that money, gave it to my father. <laughs> and that very day, somebody called me asking for money. Ah! I quickly get the money out. Then the money kept coming. And I said, ah, I see. So this is the secret. It is not by keeping the little you have, but it is by giving the only one. No wonder. The Bible said, men came to give unto Jesus to support. They came to give in the synagogue, but a woman who was a widow, the only money she had on her, she brought it. And Jesus said, do you all know that this woman has given more than everybody? Meanwhile, people were bringing $1,000, $5,000, but this woman brought five cents. Jesus told them, you brought out of the abundance of money you have, but this woman has given her all. I'm showing you one secret. If you want to get out of financial struggles, it is not by prayer. It is by giving. Hey, Jesus Christ. 
from that day. Listen to me. Usually, men of God don't talk about matters like this. But believers, because anytime you don't have money, it becomes our problem. We are the one carrying the issue. Because the number of people that will call you telling you they don't have money, they are not looking for prayers, they are looking for money. Are you getting the picture? They are not looking for prayers. Are you following? This thing works like magic. Mechanical. From today, break that evil thing of financial struggle. Break it. Break it. By conscious effort of giving. Break it. Enter into a place of serious. Some of too stingy, even in the house of God. You will never be rich. That is how the principle works. You can't be rich. You see, many of us are sitting here thinking, oh, right now, you know, I'm still young, future, and in the future, they'll be, then they keep, you keep talking to themselves, in the future, we shall be great. Do you know that what you are doing now is actually what is telling your future? Do you know? Money will not come from anywhere to you. Learn how to give the little that you have. Let me ask you, it is not only by money. Listen, listen. This year, this year, since we entered this year, how many people have you given to? How many people have you given to? It is a sign of the wealth you received this year. How many? Even in church, how, wait, how, oh, how many seeds have you sown on the altar of God? How many? How many? Then, if you don't attempt big, big things, huh? if you don't plan and decide in your heart to do good and big things for people, don't expect any good or big thing from others. Can I, can I, can I tell you something? See, many of you, your, your problem is I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. Okay? From today, clear that thing off your mind and your mouth. Never ever in your life see such a thing. I don't have money. If I have, I will give. No. The little that is in your hand. The little, the little that is in your hand. Don't you have it? Give it. Tell me. Listen to me. 
This will help you. Hey? This one we can teach and preach and shout. One and five, it's your own matter. We can pour oil on you, lay hands, lay legs, lay whole body. We can lay everything. Scale! Money does not come by that. Are you with me? Are you with me? Can you all hear me? Good. Then we can lay hands, lay legs. We can dip you in a basin of oil. We can wash you with anointing oil and wash you with everything. If you are still not an addict to giving, financial abundance is not for you. Can you hear me? Good. I said, we can bath you with anointing oil. We can lay hands. We can lay legs. We can lay our whole body on you as pastors. We can dip you in a basin of anointing oil. But if you are not an addict to giving, financial abundance is out of your path. I'm telling you. I'm being real with you. It's a principle God gave in his kingdom. If you don't follow it, what must come out of it, you are not supposed to receive it. How? Go and ask. I remember I was listening to one man of God, Bishop Dr. David Oedipo. This man is so blessed, blessed. And I wanted to know the secret. The man is building schools, building hospitals for the community, doing many things. I wanted to know. And one time he was sharing his secret in financial abundance. And the man said something that shook me. And he said, according to the word of God, kingdom wealth is not a promise from God. You see, did you hear me? Good. He said, kingdom wealth 
It's not a promise. Kingdom work is a covenant. And in that covenant, the covenant is cut between two parties. You do your side, he will do his side. Wealth in God's kingdom comes by fulfilling your part of a covenant. And what is that covenant? Give and it shall be given unto you. The book of Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. The Bible said, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Pressed down and shaken together. And running over. Shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you met withal, it shall be measured to you again. Child of God. Listen to me. This is the best secret you can ever get when it comes to financial abundance. Don't let anybody deceive you. Your salary will not make you a rich person. Your salary will not make you, will not cause you to work in financial abundance. Your salary. I'm telling you the gospel truth. The queen I make actually. When I learned this, I said, I see, from today, I will be a giver. Then I purposed in my heart. And where, I didn't, I, I didn't want to say this, but I'm saying it. So you will know, I decided in my heart and with my wife, that we are going to pay the school fees and the hostel fees of certain students every, every, every year in their school. And we have started. And since the day we started this assignment, we have been seeing the hand of God working mightily. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. And sometimes... The moment you finish paying somebody's school fees, you look into the account, there is nothing. That is the day God will touch somebody's heart. Somebody you have prayed for to receive the miracle. And the person will call and say, man of God, God bless you. You have been a blessing to my life. I have this testimony. I'm sending you this seed. Look at that. And sometimes what the people will say is bigger than what we used to pay the fees. And once we get it, we know that another people also need help, even from what we have now received. And we keep giving. And the more we give, the more we receive. This is the secret. If you don't learn it, you will struggle. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Stop saying, I don't have money, I don't have money. Stop these things. The little you have, somebody needs some to survive. Give it out. I'm helping you. I'm helping you. It is not by pouring anointing oil on your head. I'm telling you. There's a young girl, you know, the, the parents are struggling to take care of that young girl. Do that. 
Do that. Do that. Mommy, I want to take the feeding of this young girl. You would offer, if that is where your strength can get to, take this, the, the feeding. Mommy, you can pay the school fees, but the feeding, let me take care of it for the, for the whole day. Let me take Try to do something. Some of you don't get what I'm trying to say. You tell me, you will not get it. And we don't need to talk plenty. I made up my mind, even when we were not having anything, to still help others. There were moments when we were struggling in church. We were having church service in the classroom, struggling. The little offering you get. The people that are in the church will come. They have issues. We have to give everything out. So, like two months, the church will not be saving anything before people don't. I'm telling the truth. So, we're even struggling to buy certain instruments. See? And those periods, people that didn't know how to give were very close to us. And those were the people that were in the church. But the moment I started this giving thing, the Lord has been doing mighty things for people, and these people too have been showing appreciation. And the more they also show appreciation to the altar, the more God opens the door. You see, then somebody must start this whole thing. It's a cycle. Somebody must start it. Don't always be at the receiving end. Give! Then, All these things, your people of God, it's a principle and it should be your lifestyle. Giving should be your lifestyle. For some of you, everything you get is for you and you alone. That is poverty right there. That is poverty. Nobody is saying something like that about you. Everything you get is for yourself. You are building poverty. Are you all with me? See the way the place has become very quiet. Most believers don't want to hear this. You go to church when it's prophetic and praise time. Come and see. People are shaking. Yes, 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 man of God. Yes, yes, yes. When it's time to give, everybody will sit down. You don't want to be poor. You don't want to be poor. When it's time to give in church. 
That is when the enemy will let you recall that you have not yet paid your DSTV subscription. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have not paid your DSTV subscription and they will play a match this Wednesday. If you don't pay, you will not be able to watch it. This, 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 this. Hey, how did we get here? How did we get here? Some of us, we are waiting to get big money before we can give out of it. That is also poverty. Don't you know that if you have 500 cities and you are giving 50 cities as tight, it, it looks very easy. Do you know that? Are you with me? If you have 500 cities and you are giving 50 cities as tight, it looks easy. Sometimes even if you have 1,000 Ghana cities and you are giving 100 cities as tight, it looks easy. But if you have 10,000 Ghana cities and you are giving 1,000 Ghana as tight, that is when voices will start coming. What are you trying to do? 1,000 Ghana cities? Do you know what it can do? Do you know what 1,000 Ghana can do? Want to give thousand Ghana stuff? tight, too tight, and you're tight. You don't pay tight. Voices will come and stop you from walking in the fulfillment of your plan. Let us learn to give. I told you this year that get a widow. Hmm? Get a widow and try to help that widow. Like every month, get 50 cities. Buy something hmm, that looks very nice and give it to that widow every month. Try. If your strength is not to that point, you can do it every three months. Somebody give, 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 especially to the altar of God to advance God's kingdom. There are some, some of you who helped us to go to Sunani, some of you in Sunani, you helped us to fulfill whatever God called us to do. You see, look at the destinies that were touched in Sunani. Look at that. Look at lives that God transformed. So if your giving allowed what God planned to happen, do you think God will leave you just like that? No. You have established a covenant. And God will look at that covenant and open the heavens for you. Give! Are you all with me? 
Let me tell you this. You know, those of you who are salary workers, at the end of the month, you take some amount of money. And that's all you are doing. You, so those of you, you can, you can tell the others here. Sometimes before the salary comes, the bills that will be there alone. I'm telling you. So if you say we want to go to training college, you learn that they give alawa. <laughs> How much were you able to save in that alawa? Why? Why we doing this to ourselves? Huh? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Give. We don't want to give. I don't know what to say again. And I don't know what to say again. But the truth is what I've told you. And you know, you can't force anybody to receive the truth. If you want to, you see, there, let me, can I say something? If you want to get more than you every day, you want to eat with it. Oh, today, today I have more, I want to buy this, I can get it. You call it the daily bread. That one, you don't even need giving to give you a daily bread. Your salary can help you to your point. But if you want to get abundance so that others can be of benefit, with the wound will be that. Eh? I remember some time ago, I went to the market with my sister and I saw a woman, she was selling okra, which you say okra. Amen. Can you all hear me, please? Good. I went to the market with my sister and I saw a woman, she was selling okra. When I looked at the woman, she's an old woman, about 70 plus. And she was sitting in the sun. So I just we passed in front of the woman as a man. So I allowed my sister to go further and I came back. But when I, the moment I got close to them, she said, I said, Oh, mommy, I, I did not come to buy anything. So okay. The way the woman was talking, 
I just dipped my hand in my pocket and I got hold of 50 CDs. And I gave it to them and I said, Mommy, you need fire. And immediately the woman started crying. And she removed her cloth. She removed the cloth and she began to speak. She said, My son, the woman said, I nearly cried over the. I didn't want people to see. But the woman, 50 cities. What? The woman began to speak. In Shra, when I made some enter, so if I did be a quiet So my heart, my right hand was on my head. And I'm saying, Amen, 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 Amen. Even when my sister came and I was going with the woman was still speaking. Blessed 50 cities. 50 Ghana cities. Okay. There are some of you here. The doors that must open for you is in your giving. When you give to somebody, that person can speak a word that will unlock certain doors for you that prayer will never do. Listen to me carefully. Prayer will never do it. I'm telling you. I remember they brought two people to me. Their parents are dead, no father, no mother. And these are people they wanted to go to school. And I took it on myself. And I called my associate pastor and went to um, the market, went to town to buy bought some um, mattresses, we bought some things for school. And we brought everything. And we called the two of them. We laid hands, we began to pray for them. And they started crying. In their entire life, since their parents died, nobody, even in their family, nobody. And at that time, the little that I had, is what I used. When I was done with everything, I was left with six Ghana seeds. No, listen to me, six Ghana seeds in my entire life. Six Ghana seeds. That day my prepaid got finished. <laughs> when we send them to school, my prepaid got finished. And the prepaid, you have to buy like 20 cities and about. And I'm left with six galaxies. I'm telling you that day I slept in darkness. But I was so excited in my soul that I've been able to help two people to go to school. There are certain things in life if you set your heart to do it to help others. 
This is what I want you all to know. Huh? Some of you are always praying for helpers. Don't you know you are somebody's helper too? Why don't you want to help others? Do unto others what you want others to do unto you. You are somebody's helper. Why don't you want to see that? God bless you, man of God. Down for part. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. You carry a great heart of giving. And I know that God is up to something mighty in your life. Tell me. Let us learn these things, people of God. There is nothing in God's kingdom that can give you abundance of wealth than giving. I'm telling you. Learn to give. Don't wait to get money before you start giving. The little you have, give. I'm telling you. I remember some time ago, in this one, when the, the testimony arrives, I'll share it. <laughs> when the testimony arrives, I'll share it. May the Lord help all of us. And release the spirit of giving upon us. Some of you, Makume Den, Mutimo Den, Eradense Sam. I'm telling you, there are masses and there are many things that you can do. You can't tell me many petimo yet. One of the ways. To break poverty, it's not by prayer. And poverty is not only a spirit; it is a mindset also. So, if even if the spirit of poverty is broken from your life, the mindset of poverty is not broken easily. The vampire born in breaking, they be given unnecessary. You tell me. So let us learn. Let us learn. Sit down today and think. So I want to help somebody. At least I want to give 20 cities to somebody today. Who should I give 20 cities to? Look for someone that is in need. Today I want to help somebody. I've, I've, I'm trying to test the spirit of giving in me right now. I want to help somebody with 20 cities. Today, 10 cities. Five six today. I'm just starting like this. Get somebody in here. Try this.
And I just don't worry. I'm going to show you what to do. Don't be ready. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord bless us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Some of you, you can see some people walking in something you are praying to God for. You just look at them and still go and hide and pray. Why are you wasting time? Why are you? Let me tell you. Can I say something? If you decide in your heart to give, and you continue to pray to God for the grace and the spirit of giving, it will come with what we call wisdom of giving. It is the wisdom of giving that will let you know where to give. Now, understand that don't let anything stop you from giving. Don't let anything stop you. From, don't try. Giving should be an attitude that nothing can stop it. Now, there are places where you are giving is like a land you are sowing something on. And there are different kinds of land. Giving to a friend like you is another is a different land given to somebody that is in need given to the needy those that you are a little higher than is also another land given to orphans is another land given to widows is another land given to the church is another land given to an anointing or an altar is another land. And on these lands, there are different things that will come out of them to you. So where you sow, even though you are giving, but where you sow determines how the blessing will come to you. Are you following me? Good. So learn that. Learn that. And let the Lord open the heavens for you. Some of you are always in need of money. You are always in need of money. And you forget that there are people also in need of money close to you that you can help with the little you have. You forget that one. You are so focused on your needs that you forget of the others that are close to you. The Lord will help us and give all of us grace. So please, I want us to live this prayer. Giving is not only money. You can give anything. You can give any precious substance. Yes. 
There are times you can look at a young girl that lives in your area. When you look at the school uniform of the girl, you just know that no, the parents don't have money. Sometimes, take the girl to a seamstress or a tailor. Mamu Sisimi and pay for the material. Pay for. Sometimes, some of them school man and papa will go and pay and let them give that young girls a new school uniform. Do you know what you have done? Do you know what you have done? If this girl goes to school to become a great person in future, do you know the seed you have sown in the child's life? And do you know every blessing that comes to the child, you have a percentage in it in the universe? Do you know? There is something in giving. I'm telling you, learn to give. Never let anybody stop you from giving. But I, listen, and when you give, give, forget it. Forget about you, many of you, that's your problem. You give to people and you expect the people to go on their knees and thank you and thank you. Stop that nonsense. I'm telling you, want people to go, thank you very much, thank you very much, thank you very No. Give to people and shut up about that one. That is the reason why I did not want to say some of the things that I've been doing. But it is just for the message of the Lord's sake. So that you will know. Give. 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 The Lord will open the heavens for you. Let the people that are always receiving and have decided not to give, receive. Leave them alone. But don't let them stop you from giving. If anybody can stop you from praying and giving, that person has destroyed your entire life. No matter the matter, don't stop giving and don't stop praying. The heavens will favor you. When you leave this prayer, you are telling God that, Lord, give me the grace and the spirit of giving in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and make him a prayer right now. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, this afternoon we ask of God that the grace and the spirit of giving will rest on your people right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let the altars of poverty be broken by the principle of giving. In Jesus' mighty name, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Belekosa, meya kilemohotaya, reliakos elamai, ibega salamai kiyakus, relikopana miyale kuwate mihapa, rabiyalakos ibanama mesi, epa yadi kola bieskinai, epa na yalikus elemeta. Radimilia Wakediamos, 
Kea was Iloba Miakas, Retita La Mahata, Ladian Monte, let the graves, let the spirit of David fall upon me like a garment. From today I change my mind, from today I change my heart, give it towards giving, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, let me not mama when I'm giving, let it come from a free will, in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, work on me right now. Work on me. Work on me. Work on me. Don't let me be selfish, oh Lord. Break that spirit of selfishness from my life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I receive the grace of a giver. I receive the grace of a giver. I receive the grace of a giver. Mighty God, that mindset, those voices that keep whispering in my ears anytime I want to give, those voices that will cast my mind back to the things I need to buy. Almighty God, I mute those voices in the mighty. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I mute those voices. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, make me a philanthropist in your kingdom. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice and fire prayer. Somebody, kebai mayalakua, ate kamandes ikosaba di ilakua, ratia kata izimelenda, hekonde kita labaha, apeli ya uti miyataba, terasole miyatea, akimonde miyanaka. Grass of a Come upon me now. 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 The pata pata a peliata fires a keyate yate the nade pilakata the watia sanaya the nirakiata the tengele meti alakoa the lapadia kasayam the patengele meta the kiata la mataya the yagala boya the tade ketaya the palakiataya even in my nothingness I will still be a giver even in the times where I lack I will still be a giver the tade ketaya relira mokabaya melande kisabamai ayapalakata etilivia kuskibanamaya yes lift up your voice receive the grace of a giver receive the grace of a giver in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus shilikabaya kiyatadya kataya Men that are going to be kingdom financiers, men that are going to be financial gurus, men that are going to be billionaires and millionaires in God's kingdom, receive the grace of a giver now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Receive the grace, let the heart of a giving man, let the heart of a giving woman come over your life right now. The selfishness out of my soul, out of my soul, out of my soul, out 
out of my soul, out of my soul, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Shelegadabatan, Stekialamadias, Stareyaleos, Ikelamayas, Neyantendinimostayas, in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. I want everybody to create an altar. Are you with me? Good. In your home. This evening at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, we are going to talk about angels, the angelic. And I'm going to teach us how to create altars. Everybody will create an altar in his or her room. Are you listening to me? You are about to start a journey of giving. And there must be a certain altar of God's power that will back you up. Get ready. You are not going to sleep like you used to. You will not be eating like you used to. You are going to pray and fast like a madman. <laughs> and in addition to your giving, I give you up to three years. Some of you, you will come to me as a man of God. God bless you for helping me. God bless you. You don't know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The Lord is going to help us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So please don't miss this evening's meeting at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. We're going to talk about the angelic and also at exactly 11:30 p.m. 11:30 p.m. We are meeting for our crossover prophetic prayers. We are praying into the month of March and we are going to declare the rhema of the month of March from the Lord and the gracious Lord is going to help us. If you want to be a covenant partner of this ministry, the number is 0240312551 0240312551 Send me a text and I'm going to add you to the WhatsApp page even of the covenant partners. We meet every Saturday, 4.30 p.m. right here on Portland, even for prayers. May the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you all, my fellow Zoomers. May the Lord increase you and open the heavens above you all. Louisa, may the Lord bless you and favor you. The Lord is opening a door for you, even to the United Kingdom. I pray that that door will open unto you in Jesus' name. My daughter, Mauricia, Melissa Brown, God bless you this day. The Lord bless you for you and give you a wonderful testimony in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless everybody. And keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, so please make sure you don't miss this evening's meeting at exactly 7 p.m. for the first time. And also at exactly 11 30 p.m. during the night we are meeting to pray into the land of March. My God. God bless you. Alright, right after here, I'm going to upload and read. The Lord told us this afternoon. So, in case you want to download it and listen to it, I'm sure you do so. God bless you. 
and keep all of his joy. I believe and I know that the grace for giving has started working in you right now. Now listen, we are going to create the altar. And that altar, I'm going to show us what we will do. And as we continue to follow the instructions, the Lord will help us. Anytime you want to give, even when you are not close to the altar, there's something I want you to do that will help you so that you can give. Don't worry, when, when we all join, I will teach us what we are going to do. And that God bless you and keep all of you strong. All right. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. We shall meet God willing this evening at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. God bless everybody and keep all of you strong. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We shall meet. Shalom.